On this week's episode, we talk all about rideshare. We talk about Uber and Lyft and all the other rides we've taken over the many years. So stick around. Hello and welcome to Rare with Flair. The podcast where two best friends with the same rare disease are living their best lives. I'm your host, Cassandra. And I'm your host, Casey. Oh my, oh gosh, my gosh, we have so much to We say. have so much to say. We are bursting at the seams. Bursting. Bursting. The first thing we have to say is happy rare disease day. Yay! This podcast oh. came out, or uh, comes out, came out. I don't know what tense to use because nope. we're talking about the future. But yes, <laughs> this we are podcast recording this a week prior. Comes out on rare disease day, February 28th. So happy rare disease day celebrate by listening to your favorite podcast aka us yes and you know what rare disease day means Cass. what does it mean case it means we are doing our rare disease day fundraiser it kicks off today yes so if you want to get yourself a really really cute bucket hat and match us yes um, we are also getting them Yes, please visit our Instagram, Facebook. Um, we have rarewithflare.com. Um, I almost said .org. We are not an org. We are not an organization. We, um, but um, go, or even in the show notes, it'll also be in the show notes. You know, go wherever you can find us, and the link will be there to buy our bucket hat, and we are excited. Yes, it's going to be, it's so cute. It has, like, a little silhouette of our logo that you know and love, um, and it's got our little name on it, and we really hope you like them. We're really excited about it, and again, to reiterate what we've talked about in previous episodes when we talked about the fundraiser, um, if you don't want to buy a bucket hat, that is okay. You can still donate. Uh, like we said, it's a fundraiser, so all of the profits that are earned will go directly to the hermansky pudlak Syndrome Network. Yes, please help us to find a cure um, for hermansky pudlak syndrome because the health aspects of it can be really difficult. And we, so much exciting science is happening. So it really is like you really, your money is going somewhere great um, for this cause. And it's really cute. So yes, thank you so much in advance for everyone who is buying a bucket hat from us. Or donating to the network. Or Seriously, just donating. It's, yeah, it you. really does help. And it helps us be able to, you know, meet more people like each other, which is how we met in the first place. Yes. So thank you so much. Um, but Cass, how has life been for you lately, girl? It's been a friggin' whirlwind. Whirlwind? Okay. Yep, that's the word. I was about word. to say, I was like, wait, <laughs> that doesn't sound Whirlwind. Right. Um, because since... I mean, we went to Pittsburgh, which feels we did. unreal. <laughs> you guys, we went to Pittsburgh. We had, it was like one day. Um, if you <laughs> listen to our last episode, we were we were there for some medical research, but we also got to hang out and have fun together. And it was, it was so, so fun. Good. It was so good to see you. I miss it oh. so much already. If I could relive that again and again. I know. I would. You I guys, would. it was so fun. And like. We did make the most of the time that we were there. We did all kinds of stuff besides the research, which on its own did not take very long. So 
we we did all sorts of things and honestly we just sat around talking at night and yeah what a dream (laughs) uh eating jenny's ice cream eating pizza all the things eating gummy worms (laughs) yes watching bluey which is our current cartoon we have not announced that yet actually i don't think we have oh my god one day one day we're gonna do an episode Case and Cass's cartoon adventures because this is the fifth one we've watched. That's the name together. we have to. That's the name we're that's sticking the name. with. It. <laughs> clearly, clearly, but it was so much fun. Has anything else happened in your life you want to sure? Um, uh, has anything else happened in my life? Um, you did I mean, some fun stuff with your mom. I did. I did. Well, yeah, work's picked up, so I've been busy with that after getting back. And then, yeah, this weekend it was my dad's birthday, so celebrated oh, happy that birthday. I made. I know. I made him a um a tart. I love making a, a nice fruit tart um, made of passion fruit. And that was really fun to make. Uh, but also we got, like, the three of us got brunch. We went to, like, an international market just for funsies. And then on Sunday, my mom and I got to do all kinds of cute crafty things. We did this, like, chunky knit blanket workshop class thing. Uh. It was so much fun. And then we made a candle, which we've done like, oh, gee, I think we've made like five candles. Okay, I didn't realize it was that. I knew, I thought you had, but yeah, yeah, the first time we did it, it was because uh, when I was in college in our sorority, my senior year, we had mom's weekend and that was the thing we did was we did like a candle pouring. That's the first time we'd ever done it. So we kind of made it, we tried to make it a little tradition and we do it periodically now as the seasons change. We want seasonal smells, but what have you been up to? I have three quick life updates. I hate to take over. Please share. No, please share. Take over the whole pod here. Okay. Number one, this is not really about me, but I've talked about this a lot on the pod. So I had to say, Paramore's new album finally came out, y'all. This, um, not to be dramatic, was the best thing that's ever happened to me. You know, I I don't think that's dramatic. I think that's true. Like, I think, I I don't think that's, like, over the top at all. Um, Best thing that's ever happened to me. So um, that has just changed my entire life. Cass understands when, like, your favorite. I know. It is my, they are my favorite. And when your favorite comes out with an album, you all, you know, you can't, you can't. The second thing is, I know I kind of mentioned this a few episodes ago that I was hoping to do it, but I've started volunteering at the library. Yay! Um, only once a week. I mean, yeah, once a week once for a week. one hour. So it's like not a lot at all because I don't have a lot of time, but it's a lot of fun. And then the third thing is, oh my gosh, over the weekend, I met Kristen Chenoweth oh, for the third I love time. That. <laughs> one day, Wait, not the right third? now. I thought third, it was the second. Oh, yes. Oh, no, I need to... See, One day on this podcast, i got to tell all of the Kristen meeting stories because oh, yes, they're all please. quite great, I won't lie. Um, but she was an angel, so kind. I also saw her concert. She's been, like, my Broadway performance idol since I was a young, young child, you know, 12 or whatever. BBK's. Um, so, <clears throat> yes. So, I'm, um, you know, full circle getting to meet her again 16 oh. years later from the first time. That's magic. Um, I'm magic. so happy. She held my hand, y'all. She she grabbed the my hand. The picture is, like, beautiful. Oh, 
There is a photo. It makes me want to cry. (laughs) It's beautiful. I'm not going to lie. It is. It is. But anyway, those were my three life updates. Thank Uh, you for entertaining my life updates there. You know what? And we thought this intro was going to be so long. And look at us. We did it in like eight minutes. Like, wow. Oh, my gosh. I know. I was worried. But we we do have a great great topic to get to. Yeah, you know what that means. We have more time to talk about the topic. Yes, more time to talk about the top. Cass, I have a question for you. Case, ask me a question. We've been doing this podcast for like two and a half years. How yep. have we not done a whole episode on this I topic do not yet? know. Like Because what? I could talk, I literally could talk about this on my own for like an hour. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> imagine yes. both of us. Yes, it'll be fine, though. We're ready to talk. This is what this is for. Oh, my for gosh. Talking. So, Casey, we can't drive, right? Can you drive? <laughs> um, I, you know, I think if anyone is wondering if we can drive, they should go listen to the episode called Two Blind Two Girls, Blind Take, Girls a driving Take a Driving Test. test. <laughs> um, so you can know if we drive or not. The yeah. answer is clear, and it is no. <laughs> um, and to spoil the ending... It's no, we can't drive. No, we <laughs> failed that test. I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> I think we did. Yeah, that was bad. Oh, bad. it's a good time. But yeah, so when did you first remember hearing about ride shares? You know what? I'm not exactly sure of the exact year that like Uber started because yeah. it started in like only a few major cities first for a while, and then yeah, it was right. coming to like the smaller cities. But, okay, I have a memory of, okay, mm. we, I'm going to set the scene. We have <laughs> this festival called the Cooper Young Festival um, here in Memphis, Tennessee. Cooper Young is a street in Memphis, and it's a festival, like a street fair with a bunch of, like, you know, tables and booths and local art and all that kind of stuff. Cute, fun. I, I was in college, so I'm ancient that the first time <laughs> I ever heard about this was in college, but I was in college and I want to say I was like a junior in college. You know, mm-hmm. usually we mm-hmm. can always remember dates. I'm pretty sure because I was with my friends who were my roommates at the time. So, yeah, I was a junior. So we're walking up and there's this girl in like this little booth there and she's promoting Uber. And mm. she's like, y'all, there's this service that will pick you up. And I thought I had fallen into heaven. I yeah. was like, wait, I was like, I'm blind. Like, what are you talking? There's a because like, guys, you have to understand. I mean, some of you listening do understand. You have to understand back then, like a, a car coming to pick you up. We don't have taxis in Memphis. No, like, yeah. we don't have that. Like a car, like an app on your phone and you call the car. That was not a thing. Even like grocery delivery was not a thing. You know, like none of this mm-hmm. was a thing. If I mm-hmm. wanted food in college, I was screwed. I There was no grocery delivery. Like, I, you yeah. know. So anyway, um, so yeah, she told us about it and like gave us a little like, you know, pa- pamphlet or whatever about it. And like, yeah, wow. I I was like, oh, this is really cool. So yeah, that was the first time I ever heard of it. Wow. Oh my gosh. So wait, what year were you a junior in college? I want to say this was 2013 or 14, okay. which was the year I was a junior in college. So I remember hearing about this when I was, since as a reminder, Casey and I are about five years apart, um, when I was like a junior or senior in high school, which would have also been 2014. And so I remember when I was like just turning 18, I remember I was in like my mom's car 
and I was making like a like my Lyft account in like the summer of 2015, and I know oh. that because every year Lyft is like, "Hey, thanks for being a member of Lyft for the past seven or eight years." Wow, <laughs> old. Oh, uh, I feel old. You but old. It was it was so kind of like a dream reality of like, wow, this is a thing that we can get access to a car and like, you know, ideally we could pay, you know, a reasonable amount to get from door to door and yeah, not have yeah. to bother our friends and not have to constantly be shuttled around by people that we know. And there was a degree of anonymity to that. Yes, and the fact that they were even, like, obviously, this festival was not, like, a festival for the blind. Like, right. they were obviously promoting it to, like, your average Joe. So, like, the fact that they were just, you know, it's one of those things, again, the things that benefit disabled people, like, benefit everyone. Because um, a lot of people need a ride to, like, the airport, or what if your car is in the shop, or what if you don't have a car? I don't know. You know, there's a lot of different right. reasons to use a rideshare service. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So... I have no shortage <laughs> of stories. Yeah. Because yeah. taking rideshare for what, seven or eight years of my life, um, there, I, I have like stories that are related to blindness specifically. I've got just like weird stuff that's happened in rideshare. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. But I've also had some really good experiences. So, yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. I think we both have a lot of stories to share, and that's kind of what this episode is for. We're yeah. kind of just going to share our stories. Um, do you want to save the story we're telling together for, like, later? Because we do have a story Ooh. time together. That is true. Um, we could maybe ooh. share that. I don't know if, uh, okay. you know. I mean, save that is what well, we're going to say. all right. Actually, so, so really quick, logistics. First, are you more of, like, an Uber or a Lyft user? You know what? I like Lyft more. Me too. Yeah. You do? I find myself that I find myself using Lyft a bit more, but sometimes like when a Lyft is really far away, I will then try to use Uber. <laughs> yeah, I like the app more. I like the way the app works more. Um also like I've heard drivers say that they prefer driving for Lyft more. Mm. Um but okay, is your rating good? Uh, for those of you who don't know, like the the drivers get rated, but also the riders also get rated. Um, um I think in general, yeah. I I, yeah, I think so. sometimes I think mine's like in the fours, four point. I don't know. You have like an overall or, rating, I think. I don't. My phone is upstairs. Oh no, that's fine. That's fine. I think it's like four point seven something. So like, but like I remember I've gotten a notification that's like. You know, you got less than five stars. That's nothing to worry about. And I'm like, excuse ah, you. That's like, funny <laughs> you say that because I just looked at Lyft and it literally is 4.7. Oh, that's funny. Which is what you just said. Yeah. Oh. What that's really you? funny. Um, And then, so I will say also, I, I think I mentioned, did have I mention user before on this pod? Maybe. Um, yes. I don't know if you really have. So. um Maybe. I'll, I'll quickly run through it if I've explained it before. You get to hear it again. But um, <laughs> some cities have a program or a partnership with this. I, I guess it's a company. I don't even know if they're... I don't think they're a nonprofit. Um, it's called Userv. It's spelled U-Z-U-R-V. And um, for 
I live in the city of Columbus in Ohio, and so for Columbus, they have a partnership uh, with Userve that if you are a person with a disability, you're eligible and like have a current active membership to be able to use paratransit services also provided through the city you also have access to what they call um so like paratransit here is through the central Ohio transit authority it's called coda mainstream but they call user of coda mainstream on demand and so basically you don't have to with normal paratransit generally you have to schedule a ride like like ridiculous it's like 24 hours in advance it's kind of unreasonable but with user um you can schedule an hour as little uh, sorry, you can schedule a ride as little as an hour in advance, which is actually really convenient. I find that it does yes. meet most of my needs. And the drivers in Userve generally are like trained to be picking up pretty much exclusively passengers with disabilities. And so they're generally a lot nicer. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, they don't raise a fuss about me having my guide dog, and uh, I will get to that because yeah, spoiler alert other for story. other stories. <laughs> yeah, um, but it is—it's also like slightly subsidized, so it's actually really affordable. You pay minimum of five dollars if a ride is up at like less than or equal to five miles, but anything above that is a dollar per mile. So when I go like not too far away from my house. Um, I pay like five bucks and it's like really, really helpful that I can have the flexibility and it's not like an arm and a leg, but that's yes. nothing here there. But uh, and a lot of cities have them. You should look into uh, whether your city does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, I'm bitter um, because my city does not have it. Um, they have it only for medical appointments, but also not within the limit that I even live anyway. Um, so like I wouldn't even qualify for it, but even if I did live within the city limits or whatever, it's still only for medical appointments. I can't like go anywhere else. Anyway, though, it's fine. But I do know other friends that use it besides just Cass and I've heard great things and you know, they might expand. Um, Mm -hmm. and so that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a great, it sounds like a great service and I'm even just grateful to still have Uber and Lyft here. You know, I oh, mean, yeah. some really small towns, I guess, don't even have that. So, know. you know, grateful for that. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah, for sure. But so we got to tell some stories. Let's get into it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's get into it. I I, wrote, I mean, I'm sure you have, too. I've written oh, down so many. Some, some stories. I mean, let's why don't you go first? I feel like you have some good. I have some good ones, too, but I've forgotten a lot of them. I took a lot of Ubers back when I lived in New York and stuff, and I am forgetting a lot of that because it was a while ago. So I'm trying to rack my brain to remember. I have a few things written down, though, that are pretty memorable. So, yeah, I'm excited to get into this. Oh, yeah. It's a uh, it's a time. So, all right. So I have a few here that are blindness related. So um, one time when I was in undergrad, uh, I think it was like a freshman or sophomore, I... I I, I don't think I had Ramana yet, actually. So I think I was like a freshman. Um, I got mm-hmm. in to the lift with my cane and the guy was talking to me. And, you know, I don't I'm not usually up for chatter with the drivers, but it's fine. <laughs> it's whatever. But the guy yeah. was talking to me. That's not the weird part. He started like asking me about like my blindness. And I was oh. like, uh, yeah. And so I was kind of explaining um, and then he starts telling me really excitedly 
that um, in, I don't even remember what country, but there is a chip implant that I could get in my brain. Oh my gosh. And that would cure my eyes and cure my blindness. Oh my gosh, this Uber driver has changed your life. He's telling you I know. the cure. The I know. cure. Wow. <laughs> it was so bizarre. Like, I was just like, yeah, thanks. Um, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh. That is so funny. I'm sure I've even had a similar situation because people like to, you know, strangers like to comment on your blindness oh, yeah. a lot. That is a that is a really good one. Um should we just go back and forth, I guess? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, so I think I've maybe even told this on the pod before, but this is kind of one that was memorable to me. I was trying to find the Uber, and when you're in New York, um, it, usually in New York I would take them um, in two scenarios. So I normally took the train, right, the subway. Um, mm-hmm. the, reasons, the reasons I would take an Uber in New York is, A, well, there's three reasons. A, if it was really late at night and it was kind of sketchy to ride the subway, right, I would take right. one. B, if the route was really crazy and I would have to switch trains like four times and I was just like, no, at that point I'm Ubering straight to this place because I'm not doing that. And then the third time is like if the train was running like 30 minutes later, it wasn't working that day or whatever, you know. So like I did take Ubers quite, quite a bit. But anyway, it was late at night. It was really late. I was leaving a friend's house and it was like I couldn't find the – I'm going to say Uber even though it might have been Lyft. I just say, you know, I couldn't find the ride share. It's a catch-all. Anyway, could not find him, could not find him. Uh, apparently, I was kind of looking right at him the whole time, though, but, like, blindness, like, couldn't find him. Right. <laughs> and I – so here's a fact about me, and you, this is maybe uh, a whole other topic. I – a lot of times in New York, I would fold up my cane when I was about to get in because I didn't want to look vulnerable to the driver. Oh. Um, I was afraid they would take me somewhere sketchy if they thought I was blind or something, and that's a whole other – that's a whole other thing, but I would oh, hide my blindness. This is reminding me of a story. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I would often hide my blindness. I would have, you know, I used the cane full time in New York, but I often would fold it up because, I, anyway, so I couldn't find the Uber. I finally found him, but he was like yelling at me. Like, you were looking at me the whole time. Like, why couldn't you oh, find me? Why couldn't no. you find me? Like, really mad at me. And I said, <laughs> I've told this story before, but it's been a while. I said, I'm so sorry. You know, I left my glasses at home. I don't, I don't have my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think I think what I, I originally said, I can't see very well. That's what I originally said. I said, I'm sorry, I can't see. And he said, oh, what? You can't see? You know, he was still being mad at me. So that's when I said, oh, I forgot my glasses. I was not about to get into this whole diagnosis story with this Uber driver. No, yeah. I was not about to be like, I have this rare disease called Hermansky Pogba. No, you know. no. So I was just like, I forgot my glasses. And then, you know, but he was really mad at me. And, you know, that's, I rarely lie about my vision. But that time I had to make it short and sweet. I forgot no, my glasses. No, I, I get that. Like, yeah. I, I, one of the few situations, I really, I do not like to lie. I don't. It makes me really uncomfortable. But there are times. That's good. That's a good thing. (laughs) Well, yeah, I know. But the the few times that I I will do it is when I'm in an Uber and they start asking me personal questions. Like, I really don't know this person. And I do not need them to know, like, where I work. I mean, they already know where I live. Um, Right, exactly. And sometimes they even... 
they and sometimes they even know where I work because they're taking me to work. It's pretty obvious right. I'm going to go to work. Right. And so right. they start asking me what I do. And I'm like, I really mm. don't need that. <laughs> exactly. Well, wait, what was this? What did it remind you of when I told that oh about the cake? Oh, my God. So actually, this was kind of scary. And I, uh, all right. So I, it was a 2017. I had a really busy summer. So I was like, I had an internship that I was working full time and I was, I was doing a lot of stuff. Like in the evenings, I was doing this like kind of summer program with like my college church. So like I, you know, my days were beyond eight hours long. Um, and I had to go to several conferences that year, like blindness conferences, because I, I mean, thankfully, I mean, I, I appreciated it, but I received scholarships to be able to like go to school and whatever. There was one time I was leaving my my job at the time to go to the optometrist because I was trying to get, I think, fitted for contacts. Um, I think that was around the time that I was trying to get them. Oh. And I had them pick me up from work. I went to the optometrist and then I, I was going to be going back to work because the work day was still going. Mm-hmm. And I was exhausted and I fell asleep. I fell asleep in this Uber. I, oh, no. I, I hard. I don't think I've ever done that since because I like I opened my eyes and we were not like I worked downtown <gasps> that summer. Girl, we you're were freaking nowhere out. Close to no. the city. And oh, my I was gosh. Like, and I, I was like, I'm sorry. Where are we? And the person was like, oh, well, see, like, my thing is, like, I don't remember if it was that I input the address incorrectly or if it was the person taking me somewhere else. Oh. But regardless, I was like, I need to go back to work. Like, I can't be here. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so scary, girl. I was panicked. I was so scared. And so, like, uh, you know, I almost started, like, being really insistent and trying to be really firm. Yes, um, yes. And I was like, I need to go back to work. Like, are you sure you have the right address? And I think, I guess we straightened it out because I they did end up being able to take me back to work. But that was terrifying. That is terrifying. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I can't, you know, I feel like I, I told her this before we started this episode that every time we tell a story, it's going to remind the other person of a story. Yeah. Because one time, I've never had something like that happen, but... I have had Ubers that are driving so crazy that I'm sure I'm about to die. Like, Oh, my gosh. Like, we are close to a wreck. I haven't gotten in a wreck in an Uber, but there was one man that I was in the car with. We were close to wrecking, and it was very scary. Ooh, I had I had an experience like that, too. Have you ever ridden um, in a Via? <laughs> what? So there's a rideshare service called Via, V-I-A, where oh. there used to be. Oh, my gosh. I think I remember that. Okay, no. So I what it is, the difference uh, between a VIA, and, and this was in New York once again, so it might just be in, like, major cities. I don't know. But a VIA is, like, quite literally a ride share where, like, you're in the car with, like, four Oh, my other gosh. People. It's like Uber Pool. I'd used that yes. in Manhattan before. Yes. Well, we I was doing that one time, and I was, like, in the back seat, and I started having an asthma attack. No! In the middle, in the middle. And there was, like, four other people in the car. And my friend was with me, and we were, like, dying laughing because I was, like, coughing. I was, like, I was, like, you know, had my inhaler out. Like, it was, like, a whole thing. And we were laughing, and that's just so funny. I, none of these stories are super long that I have. I just have funny memories, and we always would laugh at, like, remember when you had an asthma attack in the video? Like... <laughs> 
just because it was like so many other people were in there with us so it was funny oh my gosh okay so um let's see another all right another blindness related story is that when i like i lived in seattle for that uh the summer of 2018 and i was getting picked up it was quite literally my last day at my internship and i was getting picked up for the final time from where i was working and I got in the car. I felt really satisfied. I was like, okay, the summer is over. And I was having this, like, internal mm-hmm. moment. And um, guy, a driver, is like, uh, oh, so, like, what do you work in? And at that time, I just kind of generically was like, oh, I work in tech. Mm-hmm. And... Th- <laughs> Wait, I think I know what you're about to say. And I have a story. I have a story written down the same. <laughs> the guy was like... So did you, did you go blind from working and staring at all the computers all day? <laughs> Never mind. I was wrong, but that's amazing. And I like didn't know what to say. I was just like, no. <laughs> oh my God. Did you go blind from staring at the computers all day? Oh my God. Yeah. You said it was blindness related. So I don't know why my brain went in a different No, you're direction, good. You're but- fine. That's actually hilarious. I've never heard you tell that before. Girl, That's I, so I am funny. loaded with these wild That's so encounters. Funny. Well, I don't know why I thought it was going this way, but what I was going to ask you is, have you ever been asked out by an Uber driver? No, you have? Yeah. You haven't no! even been like... <laughs> You haven't even been flirted with with one? I mean, I'm sure that's against oh, the yeah. rules. Oh, yeah. Oh, they've okay. flirted I'm with me. I'm sure you have. No, one of them asked me out um, in New York. He was like, I'm lonely. We should hang out. You know, that whole thing. Oh, but, my gosh. And I was like, uh, no. And I was scared, and I got out of the car. He, oh. I mean, he wasn't too, too creepy, but a, a, creepy enough. Where it was, yeah. And, like, what do you do? When you're in the middle of the ride and you have I to know. shoot them down and you have to finish the ride. I know. I remember where I can see where we were in my head. We were turning onto my street. So I was like about he was like oh asking me as I was about to get out. So I knew I was like good. I was about oh to get out of the car. God. But but, you know, like it's uh, it's touch and go there, you know. So. All right. Um, I think I think this is probably about right of a time to introduce the. Service dog denial. Oh, oh, here we go. Subtopic of this, just because yes. I think everyone who has a service dog is very intimately familiar with this. Um, so mm. Uber and Lyft, like these are individual drivers who, you know, they use their personal vehicles and they drive people around. However, they are being hired by a company, by a corporation, and regardless of that, even. Um, according to the Americans with Disabilities Act, they cannot, for any reason, including allergies, which a lot of people try to argue that with me, um, they cannot deny a ride to a passenger with a service dog because of their service dog. And so I've had Romana for six and a half years now, and, you know, it's happened. It's happened. I think I, I, think I know some guide dog users and really big cities like Boston and to them it happens all the time just because there are so many drivers there. Yeah. Um fortunate I I'm grateful it hasn't happened more often, but I don't know. It it sucks every time it happens. So 
Yes, um, and it's not even violating the Americans with Disabilities Act. It's also like violating the Uber or Lyft like code as well, like when they mm-hmm. are applying for the job. And so, you know, some people are like, well, what if they're allergic? It's like, well, then they can't do, they cannot perform that job and they exactly. shouldn't have, they shouldn't have taken that job because when you're taking the job, it says you have to take service dogs because that's discrimination yeah. not to take a person with a service dog. In fact, the people with the service dogs, especially if it's a guide dog, are probably the people that need the ride the most. Yeah, yeah. So because sorry, like, go, go on. This is I like the, you know, this isn't just like a lifestyle choice. Like, this is the way that I can get from place to place. And yes. so it just, it sucks. And like, obviously, when this happens, I do call whoever. It's usually Lyft because I usually use Lyft. Um, and report this situation. And, you know, they ha- they say what they need to say. They're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Blah, blah, blah. I feel like I have the speech memorized. But basically, like, oh, they. Oh, my gosh. They, quote-unquote, investigate the situation. They temporarily suspend the driver while they, like, reach out to them. And they kind of slap them on the wrist and be like, hey, don't do that. Um, Supposedly, and they give me a $10 credit, which I guess is nice, but it still kind of sucks. Yeah, it does. But supposedly they say that if this ever happens again, they will be, like, permanently deactivated. But, you know, I don't know if that ever really gets followed through. But yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, and it and it. I'm sure it especially sucks when you're like on a time crunch, like you really yeah. have to get somewhere. You've waited ten minutes for this car to come. They come and then they leave, and it's like, well, now I have to wait ten more minutes right. for a new car to come. Um, right. So, do you want to tell yes. this story? This is the story. So, Case and I were traveling together. La- yes, uh, this is when we were go. in <laughs> when we were in Pittsburgh. We were taking some Ubers while we were yeah. there. And we were taking an Uber from a coffee shop, and what, guy, like, sees us and, like, starts to pull in, like, we were, like, there was a space in front of us on the sidewalk. Right, he fully pulls in, he's, he's, like, he's there, like, stopped, completely stopped. Cass is, like, looking over at the license plate to make sure it's right, like, we're taking our time, like, he's there, and then I grab the door handle... And I'm pulling it open, and the door is locked. And I keep pulling and pulling, and then you can continue. Suddenly, he, you know, I mean, you hear an additional click as if to, to for him to hammer in the point that he did, in fact, lock the door. Uh-huh. And then while Casey is still holding on to the door handle, <laughs> Guy drives away. Yes, yes. Kind of in, like, a speedy manner as well. Like Yeah, he, like, he really was off. He point. Yeah, and, like, I was like, oh, great. I'm glad my foot didn't get run over since yeah. literally I was at the door, like, opening it. Right. Um. Yeah. And, like, and obviously, was, like, like, we're safe. Like, Case, you know, as soon yes, as he started pulling away, intact. she let go. <laughs> yes, yes. Um. We are fine, but it was very clearly because of Romana. This happens all the time with service dogs. It sucks. And he, you know, he pulled, he saw us, he pulled up, saw her, locked the door, and drove away. Like, that's yeah. what happened. And, and it like, sucked, yeah. We still had to wait for another ride, and, like, I don't know. It, it just, like, when people want to make a point like that, it's just even so much worse. Yeah. Because I've had it happen where, like, people, like, I know they're driving by, um, yes. And, like, I can see on the app, like, where the their little car is. And, like, I can tell that it was them that went right in front of me and didn't stop for a second. So I'll, like, report that. Um, yeah. 
but man, I mm-mm. that well, was Well, to make it clear too, it it was definitely our driver. Like Cass saw oh, yeah. the license plate. She got right up to it and like you know, saw I it. So it wasn't it he you know, let it us wasn't check. as if like I was trying to open up a stranger's car and he was like, What? Like it was our driver. No, it was definitely our ride. Yeah, so. he let us take the time. We have to like take our time to check the license plate because we're blind. We have to like get right up to it. Like you were like right behind it. Like Right. Uh, he like wanted so us to know that he didn't want us in his car, which was mm. Yeah, so bad. And then it happened again to you. Yeah, literally last recently. night actually. Um, so I, I was leaving my house to go to, like, an event at my church, and, like, I walked outside, and the guy, like, rolled down his window, he had a really, he had a really thick accent, and I had a really hard time understanding what he was saying, so he said something to me, and I was, and I was like, what? And then he repeated it, I still couldn't make out, like, a single word, and I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what? And then he, like, rolls up the window and drives away, but the funny thing about this one was actually kind of funny, but um, and the funny thing about my complex is that there is only one exit, and it is the entrance. And so when uh-huh. people pull in behind my my condo, it looks like they can exit out the other way, but actually that's just the dead end. Um, mm-hmm. So he drives off in the direction <laughs> of the dead end, and I'm like, uh-huh. he's going to have to turn around. So he has to, like, back up and turn around, and he has to pass me a second time. Oh, my so God. He, he, I'm still standing there, and then he just drives past me again to really, you know, really hammer that in. I mean, that just... is <sighs> so bad, but also kind of funny for him that he had. Yeah, to he had to see me. I didn't leave. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, no, but also, so, hot tip for issue. anyone with a service dog: um, when this starts to happen, try to be as fast as you can. Go to your app and take a screenshot, because. If a driver cancels the ride, which is usually what happens, um, they'll, like, cancel it and then Lyft will automatically try to find you someone else to pick you up. Um, Their information isn't saved. Um, So you need to screenshot that information so that when you call to make your case, you can give them what they need for them to be able to know. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because, yeah, if the ride is canceled, you don't have that in your... In the right. in the app, yeah, right. Which is a you really can't, you smart can't way for them to get away with it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's how they get away with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so don't try to be that. as fast as possible. Absolutely. Do you have, do you have another one? Because um, I oh okay. So this isn't really a story. So well, two things. First of all, I don't know what it is about me, but I've always always had people like share their whole life story with me. Um, and I don't know why, but they do. Like, even when I worked at the museum I worked at, people would, like, cry to me, like, frequently. Like, about their lives. And Uber drivers do this, too, to me, which I find funny because I usually don't really want to talk. But, you know, they do. But then also, I don't have a specific one about that, but I just think that's a funny thing to say. And then also, music. I've actually gotten some music recommendations from things oh, really? that the Uber drivers are playing. Sometimes they play great music, and I will, like, remember some of the lyrics and Google it and, like, look up the song. Girl, just Shazam it. I know. I can do that, too. <laughs> but I don't. I mean, I have. I do have Shazam. But um, but yeah. So I I love that. I love like that's when they fun. have good music playing. I, I like the music because then we don't have to talk, and that's better because it takes a lot of energy to talk a lot. Oh yeah. You know? 
Um, yeah, so I do love that. Oh my gosh. One of the craziest stories I have was about someone sharing their life story to me. Oh, we love but that. this woman was certifiable. I'm sorry. She was crazy. <laughs> oh, no. And it was, it was a very short ride, maybe five, maybe eight minutes, but no more than ten. And I was going, this was in, like, 2019. I was going from work to, like, a brewery nearby. Um, and this woman picks me up. And she, from the moment I get in the car is just talking, just talking, talking, talking the entire, like, five to eight minutes. Mm. Um, So first, like, I get in with Romana, and she she goes, like, oh, man, like, that dog looks just like mine, which I get that all the time. People love to tell. But I was like, oh, yeah, what kind of dog? And she's like, a mastiff. A mastiff? (laughs) I want you to know that a lab and a mastiff look nothing alike. Yeah, no, not really, no. So I was just like, (laughs) that day I was like, not, I was not here for it. I was like, yeah, except they're completely different dogs. And she's Ah! like, oh, well, well, the coloring is the same. And in this five, the next five to eight minutes, this woman proceeds to tell me uh, first that she used to work for the company that I work for, but got fired for using. Oh, And uh, because I think, I guess she got addicted to pain meds after a surgery oh no and she's telling me this and then she like continues on talking about her like dramatic life and then i keep checking i keep checking the app because i'm like yeah is this yeah it's gonna end any day now and she ends with i think my mom is trying to poison me we went to the movies one time and she kept like forcing me to drink this drink and i didn't believe it because i knew that my mom wanted me dead and i went and i like i i need to pick up my amended was it like my amended will from the post office because i'm not included i was just like "Ah." oh my gosh so wow i wow uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I have a few things to say about that. Obviously, like, you know, we have compassion uh, towards people going through that kind of stuff because that's like really rough stuff. But the thing is, two things. First of all, that's a lot to like tell a person you don't know in like uh-huh. a five minute span. And then second of all, like she's driving you. She's driving like, like, me. That's, like, that like feels like unsafe almost. You're like, I'm oh, no. scared. Yeah, a little scary. A little scary. Uh yeah, I've been in a few uh, cars like that where it's like, oh, are, are you okay, though, to be driving me? I'm not sure. I'm a little concerned for I'm your sure. safety and yes, also for your mine safety. by proxy. Yes, both of us. Both of us. Oh, my gosh. I had one. So I worked literally a block away from Trump Tower. Okay, maybe like two, three blocks. I don't oh, know. I, I, wor- I literally, I could see Trump Tower from my... Um, where I worked um and I had to work the night Trump was elected in 2016 um which you can imagine (laughs) was a bit of a nightmare and I decided to uber home instead of attempting the subway which was not gonna happen um I'm lucky I got out of there but anyway I like get in the uber and the guy is like trying to talk all about politics with me And it's like, I don't want to talk about any of this with a stranger. Um, 
And also, like, you don't, you know, it was such a high emotional time, you know, like, it was just like, I didn't know what he was going to say or how upset. It was just like, it was a mess. It was a mess. Wow. But that, that's a memorable Uber ride home. Oh, yeah. Was that, oh, yeah. That night. Even trying to get the Uber took forever that night. I can't believe I even went into work. Like, why was I doing that? I was only a MoMA. <laughs> It wasn't like life or death that I was working that day. Call but. off. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, oh. Yeah, anyway, that was a memorable Uber ride. What was like the worst Uber experience you've had? I think <clears throat> I've had people yell at me. I've had people almost get in a wreck. I already mentioned both of those. Um, you know, I've had people like drop me off at a really wrong spot and then I'm lost and I have to like walk around and now I've gotten to the point where I do not let them drop me off unless I know exactly mm-hmm. where we are but I used to be like okay thanks and then I was like where am I yeah um I think my worst thing is like trying to find the Ubers I will say finding Ubers in Memphis is so much easier than finding them in New York finding them in Manhattan you could never find them it was like a 10 lane street with a billion right. cars and they all looked the same so it was really hard to find them there and then having to like cross the street to like get into them you know, it's kind of dangerous. And so, you know, I, I mean, I don't want to make it sound all negative. I think there are a lot of great things to come out of this. I don't want, like, parents or younger people to be oh, listening yeah, no. and be, like, afraid. We're not trying to, like, scare you. Like, we're not – it's it's not really – it's a very – you know, it's a pretty safe thing to oh, use. Yeah. But, but, no, there have been bad times. And so, you know, there have been times you've waited 30 minutes and then the driver cancels on you or yeah. their car just keeps spinning on the app for three years and, oh like, gosh, they never yeah. come. Um, they can't find you or whatever. You know, there's been a million different stories I've had of bad times with them. But I can't think of, like, a particular time. Oh, 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 I do have one. I do have one. Oh, my okay. gosh, I'm sorry. I'm going to tell and then I'll let you tell because I feel like I just talked a long time. I do have a no, really good. good one. I can't believe this wasn't on my list. Okay, I had to take a car um, to the HPS conference. Oh, 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 I remember this one. New York. Okay, so I was in the Uber for like a while. It was like a 30-minute ride or longer. I don't even know. Right, you had to go all the way to Long Island. So I, as a younger teen, when I was like 14, had ovarian cysts rupture a lot um and it was it's extremely painful you know you go to the er like it's really acute pain and i you know got on birth control to stop that from happening and generally it has stopped from happening but i kid you not i had an ovarian cyst rupture (laughs) in the uber so i start having severe pain the driver can tell something is wrong because i was like hey I, i i didn't tell him what was happening but i go can you roll down the window can you roll down the window? Because I, like, needed air. I was about to, like, pass out. And oh I was about to, like, I was about to throw up as well. I was like, I might throw up. I tried to grab my phone to text my mom because my mom was already at the hotel that I was about to be at. Mm-hmm. I picked up my phone to text my mom. My hands were completely, like, the, you know when the blood rushes out and, like, you can't feel your hands? Yeah. Like, I, like my hands were, like, um like tingly and numb and I couldn't feel them and I couldn't text like my fingers like wouldn't text her and I was like I'm about to pass out I'm about to throw up I'm dying but I was like in the uber and I didn't really want to (laughs) like tell him like hey I'm dying we were like on the interstate I didn't have anywhere to go you know and so I like passed the or like it like ruptured you know and then I was starting to feel slightly better my my mom came and like got me like from the you know had, had to meet me outside to like carry me in basically but that was crazy 
Um, oh my yeah. gosh. I would probably say that was my worst experience. <laughs> wow. Wow. Huh. Did, uh, let me ask, did you feel better when you left the Uber? Um, do you mean like, was my pain already subsiding when I was? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, yes, maybe? Yeah, yeah. The acute pain only lasted maybe like, I don't know, 15 minutes or something. I don't really even remember. But like once I got to the hotel, I was kind of, you know, went to my hotel room and sat there for a little while to kind of try to feel better to not push myself. But yeah, that was brutal. Yes, okay, my, what about you? What's the worst? My worst story was in April of 2019. Ramana was sick, and I had to take her to the vet. And, like, she w- – I had taken her to emergency vet, but, like, she was still, like, not feeling super great. So I took her to just the regular vet also to follow up. And um, guy pulls up uh, to the curb outside my apartment, and I – Like, I got in the car. And from the beginning, like, this guy is, like, a little aggressive. um, And he Mm. starts pretty much interrogating me. And, he and like, you know, he... So I had a service dog. And he's like, so why do you have a service dog? And I was like, well, not that it's any of your business, but I'm blind. And then he... You know how you always remember the story of how like the guy accused you <laughs> of faking blindness with the cane this is mine never forget it never forget it this is mine okay, because the guy was like well how can you be blind if you saw me pull up to the curb oh my gosh and it was i was just like i was fuming and i was exhausted because i would gotten such little sleep because romano was sick and i was like I don't think it's any of your concern. And, like, so, you know, some people who are considered blind can still see. But I would recommend educating yourself. And, like, and I, I basically, like, shut him down every time he asked questions. And I was oh like, I'm God. not going to answer that. That's a personal question. Like, he, he was like, mm-hmm. he's like, okay, but why are you blind? Like, it was, he, he kept oh. pushing. Oh. And so I... Even though it wasn't, like, a service dog denial, I still reported that guy because that was super yes. invasive so and discriminatory invasive. and rude. so unprofessional. Um, I'm, I, it literally makes my blood boil hearing it. I can't stand. I mean, I, I would call that a pet peeve, but it's even worse than a pet peeve is people, like, accusing you of faking blindness or what, like, I cannot. I don't have the mental capacity to deal with it. And you know what you should have done, Cass? What? Clearly, since it already existed in 2019, you should have said, um, you know what, sir? You need to listen to the podcast, <laughs> Rare with Flair, and educate yourself. Listen, I don't need that guy knowing more about my life. <laughs> it, did, it did not exist in 2019, for the record. But no, you actually don't. You don't need that guy knowing any more about your life. Um that's funny. That was almost a year after my ovarian cyst because mine was in March of 2018. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Rib. But, um, yeah, those those are both horrible stories. Fun. Um, even though, listen, listen, this is how much I hate people accusing me of faking blindness. I kid you not, I would rather go through the ovarian cyst <laughs> in the ride. I would rather go through that <laughs> than have a man do what happened to you i literally would i literally i'm not trying to be funny that is no i yeah i 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's. I would it, rather I, pass my cyst. Again. I was, I was so just beyond offended. <laughs> I was enraged, and I had to go to the vet. But like, I, I oh. have like some quick stories. I'll try to like make these really yeah. fast. But I would like to change the tone eventually, like in a minute here, to talk yes. about like times where like I've had a really good experience in an Uber. But, um, okay, so when I was in Manhattan, I got very dramatically denied. This very, like, Irish guy was like, I'm not taking the dog! And he, like, yelled at me. And I was with my parents. And I was like, if oh. you don't, I will report you. He's like, go ahead, up and report me! And he drives oh, off. No. Um, let's see. Um, you are talking about reckless driving earlier. So, New Year's Eve 2021 into 22. Um... I was in an Uber with a couple of my friends. We were at our friend's New Year's party. So, you know, no one was going to be driving home after that. But this woman who was driving us, it was raining. And she kept talking to us and showing us things on her phone while we were driving. Oh, that's horrible. And then in December, this is like, I think. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I I have two more. In December... Um, I had a guy pick me up and take me to the hair salon. And this one was less bad and more weird. This guy is, <laughs> he was an aspiring poet. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so he was just, like, reciting <laughs> poetry to me. Stop. I love this. So <laughs> that's, your, that's your guy asking you on a date. He's wooing you with his poetry. <laughs> it was, I mean, this guy was, like, probably well in his 40s. And it was so funny to me. He have, was you like, seen, have, you, have you seen Moulin Rouge? <laughs> uh, I'm familiar this with it, but I haven't seen it. reminds me of, like, a poetry reading. Okay, never mind. I... <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, you strike me as someone who would be really into art. And I was like, oh. oh. Well, um, that's so amazing. I'm obsessed. That might right, be my favorite the last, one you've said. I know. I really liked that. And then really the, that's, that. that's when I texted you, we need to do a Reicher podcast. Yes. 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 And then the last one is one of the most infamous ones I have. And it was that I was getting, I, um, in college, I was getting picked up from a bar that I'd been with some of my friends and I didn't, I, I could have walked home, but it was really like late and I didn't want to do that. Um, and so, um, guy pulls a U-turn in a main road and I was like, yeah. and to get, to get to the other side of the road where I was standing. And I was like, I don't think that was allowed, but like, what was I going to do? Be like, ah, I can't get in that car. Cause he did that weird thing when I was like, yeah. okay, I guess I'm going to get in the car. I get in the car, he does it again, immediately oh. gets pulled over, and I'm sitting in the uh-uh, back seat. Uh-uh. I'm sitting oh, there, no. and, like, guy is completely silent, says nothing to me. It It's, like, five minutes, which feels like an hour. Oh, my And I was gosh. like, can you cancel my ride? Because oh. I'm going to get a different ride. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> wow. Wow. We have certainly shared some... Good stories on this episode. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and I'm sure there are even more that I'm forgetting, too. But that that's a lot. That's a lot. That's so um, much. Yeah. Yeah. Even when we, even in Pittsburgh, when Cass and I were on our way to the airport, we were, like, in the car, like, on the highway. And the guy was like, oh, the ride just canceled. What do you, what are we going to do about mm-hmm. that? And we were like, um... 
what do you mean? He was like, well, it says it canceled, so can you Venmo me or should I take you all the way back to the hotel that I picked you up at? It's like, um, so yeah, that was bad. He said it was a Wi-Fi problem or like a service problem. And then I, I didn't tell you this. He overcharged me by a couple did he? dollars. He did. He did. Um, that's probably his like way of getting extra money then. Yeah, like, do you I think, think he purposely so. canceled the ride? I don't know because I didn't cancel the ride, but yikes! Uh-uh. People are finding ways to skirt around things oh, on here. Yeah. But but yeah. Um, have you had any like really good experiences on Uber? So I feel like I have. I feel like I've had like you know. I feel like when Uber first started, they always had like waters for you and like tissues and like. Mm. I feel like they were more like accommodate. You know what I mean? It was like I'm gonna yeah. make my car the best, most tricked out Uber ever with like waters and all this stuff and they don't seem to do that as much anymore in my in my experience but yeah um, it's kind of rare but no i've had i've like definitely talked to really nice people i've had people who have been really accommodating or have waited on me when i was trying to find them and things like that i can't think of like a specific one but what about you yeah okay so i have a few and i'll try to i'll try to make them quick too but um when I was an undergrad, I had to go to this interview, and it was the one time I, I took a Greyhound bus. I, I've talked about it before, I think, on our travel episode. Um, just I had to go all the way to Indianapolis, and no one was able to take me. So it was really early in the morning, and I wanted to stop at a coffee shop to grab breakfast. And I, like, you can program a stop, um, but I don't think in that time I could and um, I was just going to, you know, go to the coffee shop, get whatever I needed, and then request another ride to go from there to the station. And the guy who mm-hmm. was picking me up, he was like, hey, you know what? I'll just wait for you. Oh, that's so and nice. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And it was so nice. He really didn't have to do that. That's so sweet. And, like, I've had them wait before. And, like, I will say this happens more with, like, the user of drivers um, I guess I think they supposedly make a little bit more money if, like, it's a quick turnaround ride and they just kind of wait, um, um, which, like, good for them. Like, honestly, take the money. I need to go, yeah. wor- you know, <laughs> regardless. But, like, yeah. um, I've had a driver who, when I went to vote back in November, um, he, like, he was like, I'll just wait until you're done and I'll, like, take your ride oh, home. so nice. So it was that's so great. nice. Yeah. Any other? Do you have any or? Um, no, I don't have any specific ones of really nice people, but I know it's happened. I just can't think of like a specific good story no, yeah. of a really nice Uber. But definitely, I've had people be very kind. I mean, o- overall, people are pretty nice. And I've, I mean, I feel like the bad experiences are the funny ones, so that's what yeah. we're going to share. But you have to understand, we've both been in hundreds, like no exaggeration, hundreds. Probably, of probably at this um, point, maybe thousands. <laughs> does it tell you on there? I don't know. You know what? You, I'll have to check. But like, I need to I'll look have to, too. I don't think you know that doesn't account for all the user rides that I've also right. Taken. That's true too. And the it, like it says the driver's amount of rides. It'll be like this driver has driven a thousand like rides over five hundred rides. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. But no, I, I mean, so a majority is good. We don't want you going away from this episode right. being like, oh, this is terrible. And um, I feel obviously I actually, the bad ones are the ones we remember. And yeah, of course. And like I will say, you know. I think the majority are just neutral, really. Like, they're good yeah, so because majority, you get... they're like, hey. Yeah. yeah, you get to where you need to go. Nothing weird yep. happens. Nothing bad happens. 
Um, but, you know, in general, nothing, like, exceptionally good happens either. But, like... Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. It's a ride. Yeah. It's a ride to right. a place. So you don't need it to be remarkable, but... Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. I, I'll, I'll quickly share my other two that were also really good. I'm sorry. I, I take a lot of Ubers, okay? I, I'm not trying to, like, monopolize the episode. I do, but. too. I just don't have <laughs> as many stories as you, apparently. But I've taken hundreds It's of wild cars. times out here in Columbus, so it seems. But, but like... Apparently, yeah. Um, so I have this user of driver who's picked me up a lot and he's really chatty and social. And so like, I will talk to him. So, um, I told the story at the end of like the year in review this past year and, um, I got hit by a car last year. <laughs> and so, um, terrible experience, but you know, I couldn't walk for like a month and then, Finally, when I was able to, I, like, was able to, like, go back to my place because, um, you know, not being able to walk is not really conducive for stairs. So I, like, slept on my parents' couch on the main floor because I couldn't go upstairs. I finally was coming back and I, um, I, you know, sometimes, there are very few times I will not go in a ride with Romana um, and... The first weekend I was back, my parents were going to watch her kind of, like, as a trial run to see, like, can I do it? Can I live in my house? Um, And caring for Romana at that same time as I was, like, still recovering was, like, a lot. So, anyway, all of that to say I was in my house taking a ride with just a stability cane because Mm -hmm. I had moved – I graduated from the walker. And this user driver who I've had – I had several times before. He's very chatty, loves to talk. And so um, I really like him. And he picked me up. And instantly he was like, wait, oh, so, okay, no dog today. Which, like, he had seen me before and and that was fine. But he was like, that's not your usual cane. What happened? Like, he instantly knew that something was wrong. Yeah. And so I told him the story. I was like, listen, yeah, I got, I legit, I got hit by a car. And he was like so sad and so like upset for me and yeah. like this is just a guy that's driven me around before oh and i just thought that that was so sweet and it was very caring of him to just like be like furious on on my behalf yeah. that like that was something that i had to go no, through that is so sweet and it's like he actually noticed and like notices you and you know yeah that's so nice yeah yeah it was it was great. It, I felt valued by you know just someone that I That's barely knew. That's the one knew, time but... that you're allowed to ask for too much information is when you already have an established relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I love that. <laughs> right. I love that. Yeah. And so I think I think that's that's pretty much it. But oh, I thought you had um, one more. Did you? I did. It's not that big of a deal. Oh, yes. But uh, on my way to cookbook club in December, this really nice lady picks me up in the in her Cadillac. Oh, and and it was like a Cadillac SUV, and I was like, wow. And at first, you know, she was kind of chatty, and I wasn't super in the mood to talk, but she was just so nice. And she was like, wow, I've never been in this area of the city before. And oh. she just, she was like, well, thank you for taking me on a new adventure. And she was oh, telling well, me sweet. like, I was like, oh, you like, so nice of you to just like, you know, 
usually people with like luxury vehicles will like list them on like Uber Uber Black or whatever. Yeah. Um. She was like, so, yeah, I get f-, you know even though they pay more, like she's like you get fewer rides that way, and I think everyone deserves to ride in a Cadillac. That's so sp- just, like, yeah, that's I felt so a little nice. special. Oh yeah, rolling out the red carpet, <laughs> we love it. Right. Oh, they're so super many- nice. See, I like ending on a high note with those good stories right. for sure. Those are really good. <laughs> those are really good stories. There are really kind, caring people who drive for these services so yeah for sure i've met a lot of very nice people um but no that was a lot of fun that episode might be one of my faves i think that was really funny and fun oh man fun to relive it's always a good time crazy moments okay here's one thing about being blind y'all your life's never boring it really is not it's truly not it really (laughs) is not it truly is not uh we have stories for days hence the, the the reason we've made a podcast for a billion years oh yeah Oh, yeah. And I'm so glad we finally did this episode. Wow. I can't believe it seriously took us this long. Me too. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. And we will see you in two weeks. Go support our fundraiser. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.